sometimes I do put some pictures on Instagram and be like, oh, you're a Muslim girl, you're not supposed to do that, you're not supposed to do that. For me, I don't really care, it's my life and I do what I want. Olympic Channel Podcast. With nine tattoos and five piercings, the new 400 meter world champion has style. Salwa Eid Nasser represents Bahrain. But one thing even more eye-catching than her style was her speed. Her time of 48.14 seconds puts her number three in the all-time list. This fast woman used to wear a hijab to compete. So let's rewind. Salwa Nasser, an outfit reminiscent of the great Kathy Freeman from Sydney. It's the Youth Olympic Games in China. It's 2014 and the women's 400 metre final is about to get started. Salwa Eid Nasser is one of the favourites. She competes in a full bodysuit. It looks kind of like a speed skater. It's red and white and it also covers her hair. It looks super futuristic. Look at this, Thornton's being asked the questions. NASA's trying to come back on her outside, but she's just not quite going to get there. Thornton is the youth Olympic champion. NASA takes the silver. That second place at the Youth Olympic Games was a springboard to greatness. But behind the bold style is actually a shy 21-year-old with huge ambitions. She wants to make it to Tokyo 2020 and break the world record. Wearing, well, whatever she wants. I'm Ed Knowles, this is the Olympic Channel podcast, and we sent Evelyn Water to speak to Salwa at the 2019 World Athletics Championships in Doha. Thank you, Salwa, for joining us. It's an honor to meet you. One thing I remember the first time I think I watched you was how you were dressed in that. How was it running with a hijab and a full bodysuit? People think I was sweating or I was I couldn't breathe. Uh, it was normal, no heavy. I wasn't feeling heavy, no extra weight. People were thinking maybe the long dress and the hijab is going to add anything. It didn't add anything and it didn't really take anything out. I felt comfortable running with that. I was uncomfortable because I'm actually a shy person. You know, I don't mix with the crowd. I don't like talking to people. I keep to myself. So I wasn't really comfortable with that, you know, people staring at me and stuff. But I had to manage. There's nothing I can do. Salwa's Instagram is amazing. She posts like mini fashion shoots. She wears big bright colors. In one picture, she's got blonde hair. In another, she's got purple. It's clear that a lot of thought goes into making those decisions on what to wear. I love fashion, actually. I love, I love dressing up. Sometimes I don't really go anywhere. I just sit at home and do makeup and dress up. I love dressing up and I, I want to be a fashion designer, so. It's, it's really what I want to do. I wanted to go study in the US, but my coach was kind of um, against that. He said I wouldn't have time for training and stuff. So I think I'm going to keep dreaming and hopefully it will happen someday. I don't think anytime soon. The Bahrain fashion is different. You know, there are buyers and stuff. And sometimes I do put some pictures on Instagram and be like, oh, you're a Muslim girl, you're not supposed to do that, you're not supposed to do that. For me, I don't really care, it's my life and I do what I want. So 
for me, I, I, for me, I don't care. I just do what I feel is good for me because I feel like, okay, I'm old enough to make uh, my own decision. And if you don't like it, it's fine. Instagram is really what we put out, you know. Instagram is not actually the real me. It's just what I want the world to see, you know. Apart from Instagram, I'm quite a different person. It's not just the clothes that make her stand out from the crowd. She's got five piercings and also nine tattoos. My first piercing was my belly button. That was my first one. Yeah, then kept on increasing. I have like nine tattoos. My favorite tattoo is the one here. Yeah, the one on my left hip. Because I, I had a name there and covering it up, that was my, that, this is my favorite tattoo because I actually covered that name up. <laughs> and I was just, I was so excited doing that. It really meant a lot to me because that, that was, a mistake that I made, you know, covering it up was so important that I had to do it and I really, it really took me time to choose what I wanted to put in there. So, so far that's my favorite tattoo. I think lots of athletes, they have tattoos. I, I don't even think I'm the only one, but you know, I see people be like, ah, oh, she's a walking tattoo. I only have nine tattoos. It's not like I'm with Khalifa. <laughs> I don't have tattoos on my face. I feel like she's a walking tattoo. Just nine, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I think, I think that draws attention too. I think that draws people attention, like, but tattoo is addicting. I don't think you would ever want to stop because you need, when you see something else, you want to add that and maybe something will happen in the future and you really want to, you know, get that down. I think, yeah, next year I'm getting one. Tokyo, Tokyo 2020. It's the Olympic ring, so I really want to get that one. She's every right to feel confident about success at Tokyo. Her winning time at the World Championships was 48.14 seconds. It's an amazing time. It puts her third in the all-time list. Salwa feels a world record is now something to stop dreaming about and start making a reality. Have you had some days to rest and just reflect back on that memorable night? Um, I'm well rested already, yeah. And uh, going back to that night and how nervous I was before that race because coming here, I wanted to, I wanted to get the gold. And going into that race, I was so nervous. You know, when you want to get something, you 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 are like a little bit scared if it's going to happen or if it's not going to happen and Going into that race, I was nervous, but when I got to the starting block, I just found a whole boost. I felt so much energy, and uh, at that moment, I was ready. I wasn't scared anymore after starting my blocks. And, you know, I can't stop thinking about that night. It's crazy. Running that time, I never expected that time. Yes, I wanted to win, but that time was something that hasn't really like set in. I've, I've not even digested yet. It's still, it's still all over the place, actually. I, I don't believe I actually did that time. What part of the race did you like most? Was it how you took off or your finish? What comes to your mind when you think about it? The finish was my favorite part. Some say the some say the back straight, but me for me the finishing the finishing was where I loved most.
Why did you like it most? Because I was really holding it. You know, it's it's um, it's crazy to start a race that fast and still keep holding that form. And I didn't believe I would be able to hold that form for a very, very long time because really um, my finishing is not something that some see as some uh, some see me as a strong finisher, but I don't think I am anyways. But this race, after that race, I really like the finishing part. And I used to the new PB, the new being the third fastest woman in the world. I'm not used to it yet, seriously. Um, sometimes I do ask my friends, like, did I really do that? You know, because I, I cannot stop thinking about it. And for now, I'm not, I'm not used to it. I'm not going to lie. It's, I'm still surprised. I'm still shocked. You know, by the time, 48, 48, 14, I never imagined that. My friends used to make a joke like, go for the world record and I'm going to laugh. What are you talking about? World record, it's, it's crazy. And the time, I'm still thinking about it. Before that race, before that race, I would say I would just get, I'm just going there to, you know, try my best to win. But after the race, I think I'm going for the world record, to be frank with you. After that race, I, it really boosts my morale. I think I'm going for the world record. What really keeps me going is my passion for sports, because I really love sports from a very young age. So my passion for sports and what I think I will be able to achieve, you know, even though sometimes I say my dreams are scary because it seems impossible and they scare me. And I, don't, I think your goals have to scare you. If they don't scare you, then they are not big. They are not big enough. So. So yeah, just like the most scary part of my passion is breaking the world record because I know it's huge. It's really huge. A woman running 47.6 is a big deal. So I think it's so scary. You know, the pain after that race is going to be, it's going to be burning. Yeah. Take your marks. Set. Salwa is very much into visualisation and self-talk. For her, it's about motivating herself and not relying on other people to do that for her. I don't need more motivation for people, actually, because normally I, I motivate myself a lot. I talk to myself a lot. Even before that race, I was talking to myself. I was speaking uh, positivity into that race. And so all the time I talk to myself, actually, I don't do any extra thing, but to talk to myself, I, I remind myself of how hard I've been training and that I can really go for it. Most people don't really understand. They'd be like, uh, why are you talking to yourself? I say, because, uh, uh, you know, it really, it's really important that I speak to myself. You know, people talking to me is quite different than me talking to myself. and. I, I just wave them over, be like, you won't understand. <laughs> Coming from my 21 years old, really, I think that anything is possible and you should never have a doubt about what you are capable of doing because you are the best and you are a champion no matter what you do. She was born in Nigeria but has represented Bahrain since 2014. The win in Doha makes her the first female world champion from that country. I feel great really because um, I've been talking about this and I've actually been dreaming about this. I've run this race in my dreams several times 
and uh, it really means a lot, you know, making history like that. When I first uh, broke the Asian record, it, that, that was uh, where it really changed for me, you know, that was where I really knew that I had the potential to go faster. So it really means a lot to be the only Bahraini woman to win gold medal in the World Championship, it means a lot. And I know that it's going to drop people's attention to sports more in Bahrain. At least uh, we are hoping to have more female runners, more female athletes. At least from uh, my Instagram DM, I think it says that, but when I go home, I'm really going to confirm. <laughs> you know, it's different to say it on Instagram, oh, you motivate me, I'm going to start training to really seeing them. So I, when I see them, I think I'll be well, like more proud of myself. So hopefully I'll see them at the stadium. Even though she doesn't represent Nigeria internationally, Salwa still appreciates any support she gets from Nigerians. No, really, I have lots of people supporting me from Nigeria. Mostly, mostly my fans are from Nigeria. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, yes, because um, Bahrain is not really quite into sports like that. You know, the Bahrainis they don't really do sports well, and um, mostly my fans are Nigerians. My Instagram, I think my Instagram is made up of Nigerians actually. But I know it means a lot to Nigeria, you know, being that I'm from Nigeria, I know it, means, it really means a lot to them and I know they're so proud and I'm really, I'm equally happy, you know, that they're celebrating me because um, most would think that they won't, you know, being that I'm, I'm not representing Nigeria, but they're really celebrating me and I'm quite happy about that. Olympic Channel Podcast. Big thanks to Eve and to Salwa as well. You can follow Salwa on Instagram. She is yes underscore I am underscore Salwa. Eve is on Twitter as Evelyn Water. I'm at Eddie Knowles with a nine and E. Give Olympic Channel a follow too. We put what we're putting out on the podcast on those handles, so it's a good way to keep across it. Uh, just before the Doha World Championships, we made an episode uh, called The Ripple Effect of the Casta Semenya Ruling and Why It Matters Now. We had Margaret Nayeri Wambui and Francine Nian-Saba tell their stories about differences of sexual development. Here's a clip. For Olympic bronze medalist Margaret Nanirera, it's meant devastation. I miss running so much, but I have no other option because the other routes are blocked. I do nothing. I just wake up and chill. There's nothing I do, no job or anything. I'm just taking my time. I've put a link into that episode, which I'm super, super proud of, in the episode description. Give us a five-star rating if you like that podcast or any of our podcasts on the old podcast app. If you could write a little review for us too, uh, that would be really super helpful. A big, big thanks if you've done that for us already. That is it for now, though. See you soon. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.